Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. Got another special guest here. We're going to go and cover some really personal topics of Colleen and her journey and what she's been through. And I think it's always interesting because some people use their trials as excuses and other people use those trials to really fuel their dreams, their ambitions, their why, everything else in life. And so we're going to make sure we go through all of these things and, and let you get to know her as well. Then we're also going to transition from there into LinkedIn because I think it's interesting. I think that, you know, there's the common myths of what LinkedIn is. I've heard everything from, you know, it's just a place for just jobs. I've heard everything from it doesn't work in network marketing. I've heard other people say that it's mainly for just males and not females. Crazy, stupid things that are said. I've heard it all. And so we'll transition into what she's doing. She's found some success there how she's become a leader, all of the nitty gritty and stuff like that. But as always, Colleen, before we get started, tell us um, what's your favorite sport, if you have one. I would actually say probably football. Football. Do you have a team? The Bears, Chicago Bears, who are actually good this year. Who are actually good this year. Yes, I know that's bad as a Bears fan to say it like that. but That's true. So next question okay what's your favorite food sushi sushi all right i love sushi i can eat it every day of my life and never get sick wow Um, my wife loves sushi i'm not a huge sushi fan i'm more of like mexican food i don't think you can go wrong with no i agree with that too that's probably number two all right good enough good enough fair 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 so you and I, I mean, we've become good friends and, and I know your story and what you've gone through and everything. And I just think that it's um, it's remarkable because we all have trials. We all have different things that we go through, but some trials are a little bit harder than others. And I know that, you know, a lot of people I hear talk to me about it and they tell me, you know, either they have a job or they're too busy or They talked, right, mom guilt, and they feel like I just can't. I just have too much going on, and I can't make it. Whatever the reason is, there's so many different reasons. So I'd love, as we go through, if you're willing, and I know you said you're willing, I'd love for you to share before we go into the LinkedIn tips and all that stuff. I think people always want to get to know who they're talking with, who is this leader, and they want to understand a little bit better. And and I just really admire your courage and what what you've done. So tell us just – Give us, give us your story of, of what you've been through and what, what you went through. I mentioned a little bit in the headline with, with Izzy and leukemia and building your business and this big whirlwind of stuff that was going on. Sure. Um, so I started my company in January of 2017, and um, I was in the beauty industry. So uh, when I saw these products and this opportunity, I'm like, holy moly, this is golden. This is huge and I want to be a part of it. So um, naturally, I just, I, I had a big picture in mind and I started running. Uh, luckily, I did because I, I began to build a residual income and um, pretty quickly. And another part of that was also learning about personal development. I think all of us should actually um, give network marketing, this industry a go because you learn a lot about yourself and 
a lot of us um, do try to grow. We've got the ebbs and flows of this business and you need to be able to like handle things and handle rejection. And so I also wanted to grow as a leader. So I, you know, got in, you know, I started reading the books that everyone was talking about and a couple of the girls were really big on mindset and affirmations. And I'm like, okay, what is this stuff here? You know, so I was really, I was really into it and I, I needed it in my life. And so um, little did I know it was preparing me for what's to come. And uh, so about six months later, uh, after starting this business, my 18 month old baby girl, sorry, it gets a little emotional to talk about it again, but um, she got diagnosed with leukemia as you learned. And our world as we knew it was no longer. Um, but had I not invested in myself and my growth, I really don't think I could handle it the way I did. I, I would have crumbled. And so I always um, refer back to this moment because it was kind of a big one for me. But one of my brothers, when I called him to tell him, he, he said, well, you're going to have to grind and you're going to have to grind some more, but you're going to do it. And I just said, you're right. That's all there is to it. We're just going to do it. And we're going to put our armor on and we're going to get this little girl through it. And so um, personal development for this business is far bigger than just for this business. And it's helped me through the hardest moments in my life. And so, um, you know, that first month I kind of had to take a, you know, break from um, this business as it's really, really aggressive chemo on month one. And we were practically living in the hospital. And, but luckily, because I met all the wonderful people in my organization, I had so many say, how can I help you with your team? And I'm like, please, that's what I need help with. Cause I don't want them to feel like I've, I've just neglected them. I just can't, I just don't have it in me right now to be able to juggle it all, but I'll be back. And um, so that was really wonderful. And it was uh, the, the break I needed to be able to focus on what was most important. And um, so after about that first month and we, we started to get a grip on life a little bit more, I'm like, okay, I'm back in. I still have this big goal and I'm going to rise above what's going on. I'm not going to let what's going on with my daughter be a reason to quit something. This is actually a great focus for me during this you know, journey because it was such a positive, uplifting experience. And, um, you know, having your, your mind on goals is what you need to sometimes do. That's what truly helped me get through this and just keep that smile on my face for her and just stay tough. Um, so I had actually backtracking a little bit. I had actually done a vision board earlier in the year. And one of the big things was getting to the leadership role with my company and earning my Cadillac. So, um, I had it set for the end of December that I was going to hit that rank. And in January I did. So I was pretty pumped about that because while it was a month later, I got there and I was able to build this empire through the worst times of our lives, through the hardest um, trials and tribulations. And so if there's any message I can give to you guys, it's that anyone can do this business. You can get through any situation and still go strong with your business. So that's the glimpse, I guess. No network marketing experience. Six months into it, you find out about dealing with an 18 month old in cancer i can't even imagine you obviously that first month the treatment was aggressive but 
I just look at that and I just think it's life. I mean, life happens to us at different stages, different things, different trials. But I love how you talked about how this industry prepared you for those trials, because I think sometimes we miss it. I think sometimes we miss it and we focus just so much just on the products, which are absolutely important to have good products. And we focus on the comp plan and the money, which is absolutely important. But I've said this before. You want to become a monster recruiter. You've got to learn that it's the business behind the business. When you can make it bigger than just the products, when you can make it bigger than just the money, I'm not saying those things aren't important. You can become a monster recruiter. And this is, that's an incredible, compelling story. Now, most of you aren't going to have stories like that. You can create your own story. It will be a different version. You can borrow stories. That's what this business is. But I just think it's so inspiring that you used that story to really just fuel your dreams and go chase them and, and lose a lot of that fear. We still always have fears to, to go make it happen. So thanks for being willing to share. I know that that's not easy sharing on you know, publicly or anything like that. Um, but I appreciate it. And I know everybody tuning in appreciates it. So thank you so much. So as we transition to LinkedIn, if any one of you want the notes on this, um, we've got all of Colleen's notes and, and her insights on everything on this. And we've got them all prepared for you. So comment more and we'll make sure that we send those to you and you want leverage with your teams to help them with LinkedIn, and share it with those groups, your Facebook groups, and help give them insights on how to use LinkedIn better. So I've got a couple questions that are written down for you. Um, and what, what I'd love to talk about with LinkedIn is what, what do you feel like are the advantages of LinkedIn over Facebook? Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm a, I'm a Facebook person more and everybody's got to have their focus, right? But there's advantages, there's strengths and weaknesses, but what are the advantages to LinkedIn over Facebook? Well, I will say I, I first built my business based on Facebook. So I, Facebook deserves a little bit of credit there. And I think that's kind of, as you're going through your warmer market, because that's who notoriously is friending or befriending you and who sees a lot of your life. And so that's how I started. But the reason why I did transition into LinkedIn more was when we launched in the UK, because it's not as easy on Facebook to have like that global access and, and that search engine um, feature like LinkedIn has. So I go straight to the search engine. For instance, I have a stylist background. So for me, I like to help other stylists. Um, find financial leverage because I know the pain points of the industry. I know that there are generally not many benefits. Um, you go on vacation, you have to work your tail off before you leave, work your tail off when you come home. And having this business, um, and they can be doing the same thing that they always do, but just changing some of the products they use. That to me, I feel like it can really help them like find that financial leverage. So that was my first search, I would say, as I um, went on to LinkedIn. I was able to um, access some of the stylists from the UK and start conversations. And I find that everyone there is, um, they're so willing to accept your invite. And um, because it's business focused, I, I don't feel like there's such a bad taste about our industry. 
um, it's, it's generally a place for opportunities. So, and you can also see on people's profile if they're looking for a new opportunity. You can't see that anywhere else. And I really- Just hold on real quick. You just said something I, I really want to point out to people. You said that, you said in your words, you feel like they expect it and it's more accepted to approach about your business than, than Facebook. I think that's that's key insight right because you and i receive a message right away like they make friends with me right away they just send a link or anything like that or if they talk about business it could be a little bit more uncomfortable i mean people most people aren't on facebook to be solicited right it's not called face spam so we've tried to figure out as well as far as marketers that balance between not being a spammer but also you know don't fake build relationships for six months and then, oh by the way i got this opportunity and it's kind of this our worlds are colliding of know what to say or how to say it so I think it's huge insight yes and I felt like I was the bolder version of myself because I wasn't afraid to ask them and talk to them about it um and whereas on other like on Facebook I was always like worried about what people think and I you know I just was afraid to ask the question and I know I can offer a great opportunity a great um, set of products, but I don't know why I got in my own head so much. And then I go on LinkedIn, it's like I'm a different person out there. And it's not none of the, any of the same fears. So I find that I'm bolder, which in turn, I'm not overthinking things and spending too much time doing that. And um, I'm just more efficient. Absolutely. Yeah, the bolder version. She felt like she could be the bolder version because she didn't have the old awkward phase of when do I approach him about the business? It was almost, it was expected. So she just felt like I can just go straight to it, get straight to the point. They appreciate it because that's what they're expecting. And so I thought that that was, you know, when her and I were talking, like we've got to do a training on this because I thought that that was very unique perspective. Now that, that may not be the case for some of you, it may not be the case for all of you, but for some of you, I think it could be, and I'm not telling you to go get on 10 social media platforms. I think you should have one as your main focus, but I'm not saying it has to be Facebook. Um, for example, if someone is really focused on the younger millennials, they're going to use Facebook groups as far as plugging people in and teams, but they're not going to prospect people on Facebook because the younger millennials aren't even on Facebook. They're on Instagram, right? So you just got to understand a little bit of the platforms and figure out where your focus is. So how do you stand out? Because obviously, you know, when you send messages on LinkedIn, everybody, right, is always like, hey, glad to connect. I'm looking for someone this and this. You know, and it's like a million messages, the point of a lot of people just don't even open them or they see them and they pretend like they haven't seen them. They see them in their email. They're like, I'm not going to go in and see that because then they'll see I opened it. So what would you say as far as your unique approach? And everyone's going to be different. So I want you to extract the principles from her, from Colleen on, you know, and you can apply the techniques however you want. But what's your unique approach on LinkedIn? Well, it's the fact that they just upgraded their messenger to have the voice message feature. And it is amazing. I'm not even kidding. You. So that's what I always use on Facebook because that makes us more efficient, first of all. But second of all, people can hear you're an authentic, normal person. And you're not one of those copy and paste or spammers. Like you took the time to, um, you know, just let them understand you, hear you, hear the passion behind what you are doing and just act like a normal human being and introduce yourself. And that is powerful because people, they get messages all the time, like just the text messages and the, um, from all different companies, all recruiters. And then all of a sudden, you know, here they see this 
different thing pop up and it's it's the voice memo. And I'll tell you what, I've had a lot of people that didn't answer me at times. And by golly, when I started this, they were answering me. And it impressed them though, because it made them curious. Like, what is this that she just sent me? And it was pretty cool. And I just, I kind of chuckled a little bit because I'm like, wow, that certainly uh, changed things up a bit. And I was so much faster with the messages because I am one that is a little guilty about overthinking and messages can get misconstrued sometimes. And you just, I just wasted too much time overthinking it. And I, when I do this, I just kind of talk. I act like myself and I make sure that I pay attention to a little bit of their profile so I can kind of refer to something I noticed about them um, because that's just a compliment to them that, you know, that you're not just clicking their name and just sending the same generic message. I, I like to relate to something so that they know I, I spent a minute on their profile to get to know who they are. I love that. Well, a couple of things you just said that stood out. I mean, it's a new feature. So anytime someone something's a new feature, it's even more powerful because most people aren't going to use it. It's going to take them a, a year or two to start catching on. And that's the same thing that happened with Facebook. So, and then I love how you said it's a great way to convey your authenticity um, because, yeah, they get to hear the tone of your voice. You're a real person. I mean, how much different is it when someone just sends you a, pay, a message? You think it could be like a copy and paste message versus when they send you a voice message. It's just so much more real. It's so much more authentic. And then the third thing you said is how much more time it saves you sending that. So anyone who is thinking about using LinkedIn or is using LinkedIn right now, this is for all of you as you're using it. So what would you say as far, if you're guessing, open rate, like what percent of people do you feel like are, are maybe responding now guess compared to before? Um, I would say it was probably like 30% response rate. Now it's, I'd say like maybe 50 or 60, but I haven't been doing it extremely long. I just, it's been more recent that I applied this, but I, I am seeing a lot more saying, yeah, I send information over. And- well, started right i mean it was just i think around like september but i just yeah. i just came across it and i'm like oh i gotta up, i gotta upgrade or update my linkedin i gotta have this so i was really excited and i went to town and but i'm telling you my my income producing activity numbers and just how much i got accomplished like tripled in the time that i normally at least that i probably so i'm very excited about it i love it well we appreciate it so what other tips could you give that could help people get the most out of LinkedIn? Well, the one thing I think people don't realize um, and utilize on there are the groups. You can actually, again, with the search engine features, you can pick your groups that you want to be involved in and you can pick your location. So say you're trying to build your team in your area, you can absolutely find groups per category and obviously, the more you are, or the more active you are, the more connections you're going to make, the more conversations you're going to have, and the more success you're going to find. So I encourage people to uh, maybe look into those groups and just get really involved and um, establish yourself on there because it will grow. Absolutely. And are there any specific groups that you're researching or I mean, well, what type of groups? Well, I mean, you can do at-home businesses. Um, you can get into network marketing. I found a global one. Um, I'm going to actually start narrowing down my search, though, because I do. I loved, I mean, I love that we can build our teams anywhere in, in um, the country and for me, a couple other countries. But I do love to have people locally because we, we run events here and it's a lot of fun. And I like to, you know, just enjoy that part of this industry. So um, if I, you know, obviously 
go into my town or, or local towns and try to find either that or maybe stay-at-home moms or who knows. If, I mean, some of there are stay-at-home mom profiles on there that had careers before and um, you just never know what you'll find, but probably more in the at-home business, network marketing. I could even go in for myself, like the hairstylists and stuff like that in salons, but definitely you want to you want to figure out who your target market is, that you, or who your lifer is, so to speak, and um, go based on that maybe. I love that. Well, that's that's really helpful. Um, even for me, I'm barely I'm barely on LinkedIn. I had a friend the other day that came up to me in church. He's like, I added you on LinkedIn a month ago, and you haven't accepted. I'm like, I'm sorry. I go on once a month, and I need to go on and polish that up now a little bit. But that's great insights for me, as I'm always trying to learn from. Even though I'm teaching, hey, I'm I'm. Always can admit I'm never going to fake it, even though I'm considered a social media expert and I'm well versed on most of the platforms. Just LinkedIn is not my specialty. And so I understand the basic principles that apply for all of the platforms and how to use them. And so I love learning little new insights and tips. So that was really, really helpful for me. I know it's helpful for everyone else. And let's give Colleen just a, a big thank you for her insights, her perspective, for her her courage, for sharing her story and what she went through. What's your excuse? I mean, she's she's talking about an 18-month-old that had leukemia. Izzy had, has, right? Leukemia. Yeah, we're still going through treatment, but the good news mm-hmm. is after month one, she was in remission. However, it's, it's like a two-and-a-half, three-year gig un- uh, regardless. But, hey, we'll take it. She's in remission. We're going to get through it. It's at least not as uh, aggressive for the next year and a half. But you just do it, especially when you're a parent. You just figure out how, and you just do it. you make it happen. So she's good. She's a trooper. Strongest little thing I've ever I've ever done. Enough, right? You figure it out, and you do that with your child. You do that with life. You do that with your business. We love what we serve. If you've fallen out of love with anything in life that you feel like I need to love more, serve it more, and that'll help you, and that'll give you perspective. So thank you, thank you so much, Colleen. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.